0: What's up, everybody? Another episode with Straight Cut coming to you from West End Cigars inside the Mirror's Lounge. I'm Aaron.
1: This is Mark. And I'm Steve. And this is uh, Aaron's uh, Topo Chico. <laughs> it almost got spilled on his bag.
0: <laughs> well, it's the it's San Pellegrino. Hey, yeah. this is Bougie Cigar Sunday, so why it not is. have the bougie uh bev to go along with
1: it we were discussing topo chico last night on the hearth and uh I, do we have topo chico here because you know i wouldn't drink it it's not no
0: no we, we can okay. only have coke products but i, I don't know if sam i think San pellegrino is a coke product it is is it yeah yeah, yeah we can just have coke products okay so.
1: but well, uh, they were all excited to, to try topo chico Wait,
0: they never had topo chico
1: yeah and both zach and Johnny had never had Topo Chico. Oh, so. is it not available everywhere? I have no idea. I won't drink it. I, mean, I don't
2: like it either. So
1: somebody referred to it as spicy water. Water <laughs> that tastes like TV static. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's what I was using. Yeah, for. that's so. That's how. And like, I said I that
1: a, sounds a, not very good.
2: Well, I heard a comedian talk about uh, all the seltzers. Yeah, And he said, it's like you're drinking the static on the TV while somebody shouts a flavor at you from the next room.
0: <laughs> That's right. So we got, uh, at Costco a couple of weeks ago, we got the Sonic uh, uh, hard seltzer yeah. waters and stuff. And so I, I cracked one open, but it was still like cowboy cold. It wasn't like yeah. truly cold enough yet. And I'm like, God, this is... This is horse shit. It's so bad. But then I let it sit. Like like Sonic the drive-thru restaurant? Yeah. So they have like a a limeade and cherry limeade
1: and all that kind of shit. Which I like in their pure sugar form. So it's not,
0: (laughs) so so after, after letting it sit. It's not good for me, but I like it. So after letting it sit and cool down to the proper temp, it actually wasn't bad. Um, But it was just like, it's such a, I don't know what alcohol it is. It's like some sort of sugar alcohol. It's not vodka or anything like that, but it's. Has a different taste, but it it wasn't bad.
1: So I haven't been drinking since like the summer, but they they're coming out with a bunch of stuff, but not not anything that has caused me to drink to break my. No, I'm not. Fast. I'm not
2: a seltzer guy. I just can't get behind those.
1: I I mean, seltzers.
0: I mean, I like. I mean, I drink a a sparkling water all the time. Like we buy cases of Topo Chico at Costco. I mean, I'm bougie yeah <laughs> but it's good like so we had my niine <laughs> that's another story we had my niece over and family over a couple weeks ago for <laughs> for dinner and my dad was drinking one and he was like oh here do you want this and she took a drink out of the straw and like her face lit up and he was like yeah that's I expect them, I was like, yeah, that's spicy water. <laughs> like so, a, so a one-year-old having their first uh, spicy
2: water. I don't understand spicy. It's because, not spicy, no, but it's
0: like it's like sharp in your mouth. It's like it's bubbly. I know, but it's like it could like carbonation can can give you the the feeling of hot. I don't get that. Yeah, like like peppery, peppery tongue kind of. I get that. Come on, you have a good palate. It doesn't taste. No, it's not the taste isn't, but it has that Sharpness. it's
2: a carbonation. It but doesn't it's the taste same, like it's, you can't say that's the same thing. It's the, the It's t- like saying something's mild and full at the same kinda, time. It,
0: it's kinda like, you know, sometimes when something's too cold it's hot. It's like that.
1: It's like saying she's fat. P H A T. You kids, you just make up shit and and then like you, you just do it like to, You kids. We yes. I'm, <laughs> I'm you're mid 30s? No,
0: I'm 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 seeing the corner of 40.
1: So you're seeing the corner of 40. So you're still in your 30s? <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay.
0: I'll be 38 in a couple months.
1: 38. Yeah. I know. Wow. Wow.
0: So if anything, I'm at midlife crisis.
2: So you're almost Oh, no, midlife <clears throat> I mean, if that, that would be what, 76? Yeah, but like a a midlife crisis doesn't hit till like 50.
0: Well, but by that notion, you'd live to be
2: 100. I know. I'm just saying like you don't hit a midlife crisis at 40 usually. I don't, I don't not know. You're not even 40, before 40.
0: <laughs> I'm going to go buy a Corvette Stingray.
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah, mentally you just got into middle school. Right. We can go ask Mo how old she thinks you are mentally That's right right. at the moment. In your brain, you're just
1: noticing girls. Okay. <laughs> That's true. <I'm> just, <laughs> it's not working out well for him at the moment either. No, <laughs> no we're all good you, now. <laughs> yeah. You pulling uh, ponytails.
2: <laughs> he can pull his own. I never as yeah. long as his hair is right now. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: true. It's true. I never I never did that on like on the the schoolyard. Like, oh he pushed you down because he likes you. I'm like, that's that's just mean. But
2: this is me.
1: Okay. I don't know. Good talk, guys. Good talk. That was nice. <laughs> it's been great uh, getting together. So all
2: right, so tonight we are smoking the my father cigars. Le Bijou 1922. Oh, I'm not. Torpedo. The Yeah, Torpedo Box Press. not pressed. what I got. Do they call what it Torpedo or Pyramid? Torpedo Box Press. Oh, that is what I got.
1: <laughs> this is really bougie for Bougie Sunday. Hey, Bougie Sunday. That's right. So <clears throat> it's uh, this is in honor of Aaron.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, this was, hey, Steve, go pick something. <laughs> right. What can I choose? I don't give a shit. Right.
1: And I have a question. Do you guys live on Bougie
0: Street? <laughs>
3: <laughs> you
0: no, know, I, I bet you our listeners are probably tired of hearing that
1: I, I can so tell you not. what yeah. I'm
0: fucking tired of editing it.
1: Well, um, no, I bet you they they still <laughs> like that. I bet you they're still laughing. <laughs> I know you're tired of editing it. That's cause you're the one. <laughs> That's right. So, so yes, this is, uh, my father's one of my favorite cigars They They, uh, always do, um, made by Dom Pepine, Right. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and, uh, I like these better than the Don Pepines, which I like the don Pepines, but the my father's, I think are, obviously a step above. So you mean talk about,
2: yeah. Um, It depends on the cigar. So like the, the Pepin blue label is I think as good as any cigar that they make.
1: I, so I don't know if I've ever told you the blue label story. I love the blue label. I was, I used to buy boxes of the blue label and about every third cigar burned terribly. And I don't know if he hates me (laughs) Or if it was early production issues. (laughs) But, I mean, those cigars were and are still fantastic. Yeah. Um, But I just, I can't go back because I had such burn issues with those cigars. But I I agree with you. The Blue Label is. yeah.
0: So now. Is
1: is amazing flavor-wise. Well,
0: since now, you're now going to be in charge of ordering. We need to get the, I don't know. I don't wanna say the best because it's not the it might not be the best, but a lot of people's favorites, including mine, the La No.
2: Yeah. That one. Yeah, it's a good cigar. Ah. There's no doubt about it. The
0: uh the I think it's a number seven, the Lancero or yeah. Lonsdale or small Lonsdale, whatever it is. It's a it's yeah. an odd size. That one, that's my favorite. My father. So, I
1: was talking to somebody last night who's thinking about opening a shop, and I'm going to be extremely vague about who it was (laughs) because they deserve that. And they asked me what my favorite thing about owning a shop was. Um, And and I bet you, Steve, you and I agree on that. And it's the peeps, right? Because the peeps are awesome. But you and I may agree on what is our least favorite part as well, which is everybody recommending their fucking cigar. (laughs) that i'd buy i had people would follow me down the hall and say you need to order this and i'd have to tell them it's an online only cigar yeah no yeah. it's not no it is i've tried to buy it i don't like the damn cigar but you bug me now for seven months so i tried to buy it for you but yeah they won't sell to retailers
2: and it, it never fails no matter how big your humidor is they always want the one thing that you they don't do have. have yeah
1: how Always. come you don't have the Quorum Maduro in the Robusto sauce? <laughs> right. And you're going, I didn't even realize we're out. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. It's not that you don't want the feedback because you totally want the feedback. Right, yeah. But I don't think you, when you're identified as the cigar orderer right. that you have quite the understanding of how many times during the day you hear, why don't you get the La
0: But I feel like, <laughs> I feel like somebody an employee, works the employee has a little bit more say.
1: No. Well, actually, no.
2: You, Be, because
1: you, you're it, getting it, stuff at wholesale, asshole. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's a lot of cigars that I absolutely love yeah. that when I worked here and did all the ordering,
0: we gonna, couldn't get. Are you going to sneak some in now?
2: <laughs> no. I mean, it's no. It's
0: uh, <laughs>
1: one of the hardest lessons to learn.
2: Yeah, that you have to buy. wasn't
1: the palette we yeah, were ordering for.
2: You have to buy what the customers yeah. will buy.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, if you don't sell cigars, you're not going to stay in business very long, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I we had Crown Heads for a long time. I absolutely loved some of their stuff. Yeah, We just couldn't sell it to the rate that it needed to for, to justify the space that it needed to take up. So it was gone, right? Well, and, that, and that's Same one that
0: uh, Doug was talking about bringing back in. Now. Yeah,
2: it's definitely something I, I would like to look back at. Um, you know, you talk about uh, Illusione. I mean, that's, oh, you know, phenomenal cigars, but Oof, yeah. we just couldn't get them to move early on. But that's another one. Okay, it's been some time. We've got some guys that are smoking a little more like boutique companies like that, so let's let's try a couple more right yeah. That's where Espinosa came in right that's a brand new company for this shop, mm-hmm. but it's done phenomenally yeah right um, so you just have to try those things and and if the customers will buy it, then great we'll keep it. but if it's just you and I and Brandon smoking it yeah. then we're not well, we're not gonna bring it back but I think
0: too is like you know since we've had a a core group of people working here now, Doug, me, Will, stuff like that. Like whenever we recommend something to a regular, like they can kind of take our word not our word for it, but they kind of, we won't steer them in the wrong direction as yeah, opposed have to a little more trust as opposed to six years ago when Doug and I were brand new, like, ah, eh, we're just two randos that just started working here kind of thing. So.
1: But you have to sell beyond that initial recommendation. Right. So to, for a, for a cigar brand to stick in the humidor, it needs to get legs beyond that initial recommendation. So I would always say, you could wrap a, a dog turd in a wrapper, and I will sell the first three boxes by yeah. the fact that it's new. It's a new thing on yeah. the, on the shelves. But yeah. <clears throat> the funny part in Springfield, it, it's cigars for aficionados. We brought in Tatuahe, which is still to today one of my all Absolute, three of us. All yeah. three of our favorite brands. Yeah. And we brought in the brown label Lancero, mm-hmm. which is, still to today, probably one of the three of our favorite yeah. cigars, mm-hmm. period. And I bought every cigar out of that box one at a time. I would recommend it to people. Is no way to get it. And nobody would buy it. I would say, and they go, I don't know Lancero. And I'm saying this cigar is the best cigar in this whole humidor. Yeah. And, oh, I don't know. You're just such such more, more mature <laughs> cigar smoker than I am. I said, it's the best cigar in this humidor. And it, it's $12. And this is, you're going to pay $20 for a cigar that sucks. Yeah. And don't, you know, I get mad at people. Like I would say, yeah. I don't understand. We had other stuff from Tatuai would not sell. And just, <clears throat> you know, even though they would try it once and just people wouldn't, it wouldn't get the legs. But like the uh, what's the oval one the um, the New World, um, oval one. It's it's like in an oval shape. Um, New World.
0: Oh, um, yeah.
1: So those came in. Well, the the
0: agent yeah, the AJ. The AJ, blend. the AJ. Yeah,
1: it's a good cigar. It's oh, a, it's literally called the Oval. It's called the Oval. Yeah. yeah. For example, oh, okay. I, I, I used the actual name.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. I didn't realize that's the one you were talking about. Right. You just kind of backed it's, your way into that and one. It's
1: and it's a pretty good scar. It's a really good scar. It's AJ, right, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> Could not keep those in. People just went nuts on those, largely because of AJ's name. Yeah. Whereas there was other scars in there that were, I consider, fairly similar, and people would not latch onto yeah. them. And sometimes it's name, like um, AJ's name being attached to stuff. Yeah um is significant and let's not discount that and sometimes in that shop which has got a different flavor profile than this shop um it'll just it'll match up with that profile
0: yeah i mean you have regional stuff like cigar district yes i went up there to bobby did a show with you know perdomo is huge here it's arguably our biggest brand wise here but then you know three hours north it's like it doesn't have as much play as it does here. But well, that's
2: not necessarily true because if you go into open door cigars, they sell a ton of it, which and they're even twenty
1: minutes from
3: yeah,
0: each I mean, other. Just, yeah, but, it, but it's like it's not uh, even region. Yeah, like uh, they're uh, like here, like room one hundred one does great, but then you know down the road, room one hundred one doesn't. Right. So I don't know if it's where does that lie into just what the employees can sell or
2: no? It, it's the customer the base. Customers, yeah. Yeah. I mean there's the even in Little Rock, there's what, seven hundred and some odd thousand people in the metro, right? A billion
1: or a billion. <laughs> seven <laughs> seven 850, somewhere 850. between one and a billion. There's eight hundred and fifty thousand.
2: There's eight fifty. Okay. So there's what, six shops here now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> in that area. A lot of shops. We don't have a ton of overlap customers. No. Uh, as so, far as like regulars right yeah. now, everybody goes to different stores just because, you know, different stores provide different things. There's some of them have bars. We don't. Right. Like there's there's everybody has their option of what they want. And so if your regular customer base shops here all the time and buys a lot of promo, those are not the guys that are going to be regulars at any of the other shops in town. And so they're not going to go over there looking for Perdomo. They know they come here, and this is what they want, right? When they do go over there, they're going to buy something a little different because it's, it's not their normal experience, right? They're over there to have a drink. Maybe they buy something a little nicer. Maybe they buy something cheaper because they're spending money on alcohol. Who knows? Um, so literally across the street, you could have a shop right there, and it will not sell the exact same stuff that you do here. There will be some overlap, but not a significant amount. Yeah.
0: I'm still pissed. you talk about trying to get poached.
2: Think about Atlanta. I'm just saying. There's over a hundred cigar shops in Atlanta. Right, that's too many. They all sell something different. So out of those, did you, you didn't have to
0: service all hundred? Because not everybody carried Ashton. No,
2: yeah. So Ashen doesn't. But, it, but,
0: but if let, let's just say if they all did carry Ashton, would you have to do that, or would you have to split up that tor- territory? Because hundred shops in a in your rotation in one city, like that's too much.
2: No, I mean not when you think about. You have a week to see all of them, or a week a week and a half, really.
0: Okay. So I guess you've knock out ten shops a day. I mean that's bad. a lot. That's but, I mean that's that's a lot.
2: You're, but yeah, we didn't especially when you're an
0: hour outside of Atlanta in Atlanta.
2: We didn't deal with a lot of the little smaller shops. Um, and and they carried some of our product, but they bought them through distributors or whatever, right? There's there's avenues to do that to where if they can't hit the the minimums, yeah. Then it makes more sense for them to buy it from someone else because they can pick what they want they don't have to carry what I tell them. Okay. This is the minimum. Yep. So it works f- for all of us, including the distributor that we dealt with.
0: Out of all the shops that you, you serviced, what was the ratio to like neighborhood shop to, as opposed to bar that sold cigars?
2: Um, in Atlanta, there's a big push for bars. Um, the nightlife is massive there, there yeah. right? In little rock, that's very different. Yeah. Nightlife is not the same here. Um, I, I mean i i'd be lying to you if i tried to come up with with a ratio i have no idea but there 7%. are m- more bars in atlanta than than you're going to find in most in areas
1: area. i wonder yeah. if that's true of just bigger cities like yeah bigger just cities metropolitan yeah. <clears throat> like dallas. dallas yep
2: yeah uh they're all going to be that way in the in the big cities because they're they're providing the nightlife for the tourists and. Yeah, like it's a it's a different style of life.
0: Well, and I guess it all depends on the way the law and code is written too. Like up in KC, yeah. a Locketara, they can't sell alcohol, but it's BYOB. But yeah, like, you
1: can't like, sell you can't sell alcohol in Illinois. You can't okay. sell uh, uh, alcohol or food, um, or 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 soda. It's conceptually, you can't aimed. sell
0: so- like what? What really? No, no, no food. What about no water?
1: <clears throat> nope. Conceptually, no. Not even bottled, conceptually. Yeah, they do. How many people break that? Yeah, I mean, there's yeah.
2: there's weird laws everywhere. We right? always
1: did the contribution thing, so we had a bunch of stuff in the fridge, and then we had like a big jar. Yeah, and this, if you took one, you you know yeah. just ask like, for a contribution. T- take yeah. a penny,
0: leave a penny. Yeah. Take a Coke, leave a Pepsi. Actually, <laughs> right. it should be it should be the other way around. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it but it, it is in bigger cities. It's definitely more bars than than neighborhood shops.
1: Yeah, and bar bar changes the game, right? But right, is, you know, but completely different feel. Like, what was the
0: uh, like? What time do they close down there normally? Like, stay with the bar life. Like, no, like the, the
2: neighborhood shops would would close. You, you know, know your eight normal o'clock. Time. Yeah, um, but so when you're when you're in Atlanta. It's it's good and bad because your neighborhood shops all close at 8, 9 o'clock at yeah. the latest, right? They're they're not staying open because they have literally a half a mile down the road, there's a bar that's open until 2 a.m. Or, or later. right? right? Yeah. So they don't have the need to stay open that late, right? right. The guys you that are coming out to have that nightlife, yep. they want to go to that. They don't want to sit in a neighborhood cigar shop and, and watch TV and smoke a cigar, right? So... Well, like when you, when and some you were at, of
0: them close at seven, when you were at Maduro's, did you treat it as a bar more than a cigar shop? Because I never, I never went there. I found it the day I found it, it was already in the construction phase of doing the remodeling. So that's when I found West End. So I never, I never got a chance to go in there.
2: I didn't treat it that way, but that's because I did the cigars. Okay. But, well, right? okay, but, but if you think about the feel of the shop, yeah, it's probably
0: it was catered more to the drinks and have a cigar with it as opposed to having a drink with your cigar
2: i think they did a good job of balancing it to where if you didn't want to smoke you could come in there okay but if it's
1: a bar you're going to make more money off the bar right? well than like did you, did you are do
2: off like cigars cigar but more people more often than not, someone would drink and smoke than they would one or the other. So there okay. was other places. Ninety-five percent of the time, right? Right.
0: So, but did you do events like you have like a Camacho event yeah. or whatever like that?
1: Okay. Yeah. How so. many of the of the bars in Atlanta do you think serve to, Topo Chico? <laughs> I think I, I, have, I, don't I have a new angle. I think you should start <laughs> recording when Steve and I walk in the door at night <laughs> on Sunday nights. Yes, because the shit we laid down for the first half hour was probably the funniest of all. Oh yeah.
0: yeah, it was me digging myself out of the three feet of shit that you laid over.
1: Yeah, you laid deep. it. Lo- you you laid it down. Yeah, Don't really act it. like I laid the shit down. That's right.
0: right. Yeah, but I, it was in its own pile. You moved the pile. Oh, but we did. you you laid there. It was there, your <laughs> shit though.
2: You laid there and said, "Hey guys, look at this three foot pile of shit and these two <laughs> shovels right here." Like, what are or we you supposed begged to do? Us
0: to move. It. <laughs> ah fine whatever
1: yeah you know the funny part is because i've had two conversations and i always welcome this because i had a unique experience steve steve has a unique experience when you when you're the guy who orders cigars so we took over a shop that was failing so we as i was explaining last night um you know we we had to figure out what the vision of the shop was and so brandon's done a good job of laying down the vision here i think it's remarkable um but we had to figure out how to turn a a cigar shop that was not profitable for about 10 years into a profitable gig. And everybody goes, yeah, 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 yeah. And I said, my standard answer is cigar shops are inherently not profitable. Mm -hmm. Just so you know, they are not built to make money because they're inherently mom and pop owned and they're not designed to have employees. They're not designed Mm -hmm. for a bunch of stuff. Because the margins are thin. Everybody thinks that they're just raking in cash. It's not. It's it's an expensive business to be in. It's not extremely profitable. And you have to be a very... Brandon is, is a brilliant businessman. Yeah, and I, I, I have teased him or, or, or dismissed that at times. And I shouldn't because he's really smart about that stuff. And so I'm going to... Because he does a really good job of being very intentional and smart about that stuff. Cigar business, like at the retail level, is a hard business to be in. So yeah. it is the profitability side is hard. And so, and with, because you've been on both sides, both the the uh, the rep side and the retailer side, there's an inherent sort of conflict there about how who's going to make the profit and how that profit is going to be represented in which quarter and when. Um, that, is, um, that is natural tension and hard. And, um, and so you have a lot of people who have not run that kind of business who do that sort of thing. And it's, um, you know, I I've, I've spoke to a couple of people recently about that. And there's this concept of, oh, it's not a big deal, whatever, you know, I'll figure that out. And I'm going, you really need to have a very tight business plan. Both of the people I'm talking to are super intelligent business people. So they're going to be fine. But you need to have a business plan for how you handle ordering cigars. It is harder than it looks on television. Yeah. and yeah, no doubt. It's one of those things that people think, oh, you know, I'll just call people and I'll order cigars. And I, my, my thing is ordering cigars and getting the discounts right is where you're going to make margin. Yeah. And it's really hard because you have to take advantage of the deals in the absolute right way that makes sense to your business so you can sell those cigars quickly. My wife, I apologize for this, is texting me. You'll all be happy to know the soda has showed up. (laughs) Um, Is it Topo Chico? uh, No, it is not. It's Diet Dr. Pepper. Those of you who know me will know what Diet diet Soda it is. Um, So the funny part is, it was one of the things we weren't particularly good at. Day one, it took me about six months to figure it out. Um, and we we crunched on it hard, like because you have to figure a bunch of it out. It's it's not like there's oh here's a playbook yeah. where it tells you how to not accidentally order ten thousand dollars or ten million dollars worth of Olivas, which is a good cigar. Not disrespecting well, Oliva, jeez. But, but they but they give you such amazing discounts on their cigars that there's this temptation to buy way too much (laughs) and you just go i can't move that for a year and a half well that's just dead money and so you got to figure out where's the right order point on and every manufacturer is designed to get you to order a lot yeah now now
0: wasn't like uh the year it changed from ipcpr to pca wasn't the following year they were going to try to have like consumers of the shops tag along with the owners they were also, at some point they they and, pitched but, it. But then also to be like have them as like, oh, like if you like this product, you can take a picture and then it sends back to whatever. I just yeah, that I can just see that becoming
2: That's still a possibility. Really? They've not completely shut that down. There's
1: um, a bunch of people who geek on that. And it would cause yeah. some buzz, I suppose, but
2: Well what it what it would end up causing so f- there's there's multiple sides of this, right? And, and I don't think it's all negative. I think there is a positive side to this, and I think eventually it, they'll figure it out. But
0: Yeah, somewhere in the middle the, there's a happy medium.
2: The, the big negatives are, one, like we're there to work, right? Yeah. Like it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun <laughs> when we're there. But when I come home, I'm exhausted,
1: Yep. right?
2: No. Um, what are you going to do with price sheets, right? You can't have any pricing out
1: anywhere. Yeah. Um, Accidentally left out. accidentally sitting on some rando table that somebody just sat down and accidentally missed somebody's
2: iPad is unlocked. Like it's super simple to mess that up. And then the other side of it is with what you're saying, with them being able to like go in and find these companies that there's just some companies won't do well in Mm -hmm. this shop. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, if Joe Blow goes with us and says, Hey, I found, you know, I met Jorge with, you know, ABC cigar company. Um, and, and I think we sh- should order his cigars cause I smoked one and he sat there and talked to me for 20 minutes. Right. And then it's, you're either obligated to order all of it Yeah. or tell that customer no.
0: Yeah. All or none.
2: Right. And so then is it worth your losing, possibly losing that customer for not giving them what they asked for when literally they're the only person that's ever heard of that cigar. Yeah.
0: So then what's the happy medium then?
2: So I think what needs to happen is is they need to the PCA needs to partner with um, an event like the Big Smoke or yep. some sort of version like that. Right? Fan Fest. Um, and what they could do is say okay the ticket how much is the Big Smoke ticket now I don't even know. It's
1: like it's like 500 bucks. So it's it's money it's like 350 450 500 bucks. So
2: let's just say it's let's for ease of numbers let's say it's $500, right? So we're going to add another $50 to that ticket. But what that's going to get you is a consumer PCA
1: membership. Yeah. We're going to give you, you know, two, three, four cigars, whatever. Well, the big smoke you get, like, the last time I was there, you got, like, 40 cigars.
2: No, I'm not. I'm talking about in addition. These are going to be, like, specific PCA. PCA
1: special cigars. Just like
2: CRA does, right? Okay. And so that's part of your ticket. PCA can have a booth there. It, it involves people in what's going on on the, the political side of, of cigars um, with the FDA stuff. It, it creates a, an entire portfolio of email addresses that you can get people behind certain political issues, uh, political issues stuff going on in the industry. Like, there's, there's a huge benefit to that, to having the consumer involved in that. But the PCA cannot lump it into one. Yeah and say, everybody just come to this show, right? Because, like, if, and even even a great customer, say, okay, so PCA runs, like, Friday to Tuesday, something like that. So when would the consumer come?
0: I mean, for the consumer, it's it would be It's either the beginning or the end. You say, well, when, for the consumer, it would be easier for the weekend, of course, so you'd have Friday, but Saturday, but that's right in the meat of Saturday whatever. and Sunday are the two biggest the business,
2: two ordering days, days yeah. all year. yeah. So how do you balance having those people there for the weekend? I mean, unless you You switch it
0: to like a Wednesday through Monday or something, but and then like I think I feel like it'd be easier for uh for let's say John, like I I think it'd be easier for him to take off early from work for a Thursday Friday than take to take off a Monday Tuesday. So if they kind of like just shift it back, okay. But
2: so if he's taking a you're saying Thursday, Friday, and consumer then consumer day would be on Saturday.
0: And then and then no, like consumer day. Yeah. Yeah, consumer day be Saturday. Because no matter what, the the shops are gonna be be there no matter what. The mm. the companies are gonna be there no matter what, for the most part. So they're locked in for four days. So you could just shift those four days and then
2: so it'd be like a Tuesday to Sunday.
0: Yeah, something yeah, so, yeah, Tuesday through Sunday. So I mean, and then you can still do your bulk the first of the week and then the consumers. And then for the,
2: but again, that's where you run into the issue of like all the pricing stuff has to be taken down.
0: Well, no, no, all that's what, deals yeah deals have so, to go away. Yeah. So, but if you do the consumer on the last, towards the end of the show, then, then the, the, what
2: happens if a manufacturer runs out of product?
0: I mean, that's just one of the things I'll just have to have <laughs> contingency plans for, you know, like they bring a, a travel door.
2: Well, and with the FDA with, rules, they would have to purchase a ticket to give them well, so, a certain number of cigars. Well, they can't just hand out free well, cigars. Well, anymore.
0: so at like at Big Smoke in Miami, that was just a you couple a months. Ticket ago. Book. You got you got a, a coupon book. So right. I mean, same rules apply. Like this Yeti cooler is just for. I mean, you can put five hundred cigars in a Yeti cooler. This is just for. Yeah, but
2: you're that. talking about there's how many thousands of retailers there. Yeah, but if I, everybody gets one customer then it creates the issue of how do you decide what customer gets to come
0: i mean with that one you'd almost have to treat it like a lottery base honestly like the way we do our raffles like if you it's just a raffle yeah like if you want to go put your name in and if we pull it you pull i mean it's still like the the shop wouldn't be paying hotel stay and all that kind of shit where they would be on no. the, so it'd be like, and then if you pull your, if I, if I got my name pulled, I can't go, well, fuck, I can't go pull somebody else. I mean, you would, I, but I would assume that the people who were the, the diehards or, or the people that would go from the shop were, would be the diehards, but it is, it, it, it has to be split up. It's not, and you have to tell them it's kind of like when, whenever we take customers to uh, Nicaragua, to the Perdomo factory tour, like we've told them like this isn't a sightseeing tour like this is a, yeah, a work thing
2: so like if you shift it tuesday to sunday right then what's going to keep the retailer there saturday and sunday cuz you can't do any ordering
0: i, I mean i be with your customers honestly that's not that, a big enough benefit that would be that would be it i mean
2: they're not cuz the attendance has been down anyways so you're talking about spending another $1000 probably to stay an extra yeah. day to entertain one customer, so
0: is, is Big Smoke? They're hooked up with just cigar aficionado, not PCA or CRA. CRA, C-R-A is yeah. it with CRA? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. Or do you? I don't. know. Maybe that would be something for like more like the TPE since they are smaller. But maybe.
2: Yeah. It just it, it just creates a lot of logistical issues.
0: Like TPE could be your your spring training could be your double a affiliate. Like this is where you work out the kinks and the bugs until you call it. Well, I
2: mean, if you look at the, the entire TPE trade show, it's as big, if not larger than PCA. Yeah. But Just the cigar sides, a little the cigar,
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it, ha- it houses stuff that your typical cigar shop doesn't dabble in. There's a few right. cigar shops that do the, the hookah and the, uh, the, uh, was Alter-
2: alternative smoking products? Yeah,
0: all that, all that. Well, i was trying to think. What is it? Uh, CBD. Yeah, yeah, the CBD and stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. There's,
2: I just don't see it. I don't see the benefit of it for the retailer, the manufacturer, or the organization to have consumers there. it, well, you, it just doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, I mean, you, you me. can.
0: It, yeah, it's kind of like I agree with you. Like, work it out with through Big Smoke and stuff it's too like
2: expensive that. to do a completely separate show. And then,
0: and then try it on right? with something else. But then I think you also kind of just have a come to Jesus meeting with whoever you take down with you, but like, Hey, this is what it is. I mean, this is, you're kind of seeing the underbelly of the business. Yeah, and
2: but you're saying that, but every year there's a handful of reps that get fired because of the stupidity that goes on at the trade show.
0: Really? I oh yeah. Oh.
2: Not just reps, people that go like people that work at a shop, they end up going down there and, They get a little too drunk or whatever and make make an ass of themselves and they get fired. I mean, it happens every single year, right? Yep. Yep.
1: So, I mean... There's been
2: guys that have been fired on the show floor. Really? Sent home.
1: Sent them. Go (laughs) home. I mean, to be honest with you, uh, a lot of the shows that aren't cigar shows in Vegas have that problem, right? Yeah. The automotive show.
2: Yeah, it's it's a common My issue. guess
1: is the AVN show does not have See, that
2: See, <laughs> I've been to one
0: they, trade
1: they show. They probably have more issues. I I've been, they have different issues, I think, but I don't think uh, they're people not get supposed fired to, on the floor.
2: Well, they're not supposed to have nudity in the showroom. I don't have no they're idea. supposed to be no covered. Way. I didn't
1: realize that. See, I, I, I well, so I, you seem way more expert <laughs> on this than I do. So uh,
0: <laughs> the, the woodworking show I went to in Vegas. Was there a nudity on the floor at the woodworking <laughs> show? It was a lot of flannel. Um, it was a lot, a lot of, of beards, a lot of beards. Uh, I mean, the one thing that I could see would, that would, that was sketchy was they had a, uh, a, a belt sander racing competition and that was like the most dangerous
2: aspect of it. Well, so what's the draw for the customer to want to go to the PCA trade show? So
1: here's the deal. So let's, let's, let's talk about once again, the vision of the PCA show, the PCA show is put on by the manufacturers and its trade organization, the PCA, right. to, <laughs> to enhance sales to the, rep, to the retail organizations as well as the online organizations. It's been an expansion point, but really to the retailer events. And so the problem with the, the consumer being engaged in that process is it makes two things happen. It makes that process more awkward Because as Steve has rightfully pointed out, where do you insert the customer in the process? And the fact is, the problem with PCA for retailers becomes less so for Brandon every day because Brandon becomes a bigger ongoing event. But let's talk about cigars for aficionados for a second. One shop. There was a couple of us that went. It was a singular shop. We were not making a ton of money where we could afford to do that. We actually, to be honest with the people who went, we... We paid for it ourselves, even though we expensed it out of the company, but we paid for it ourselves because we wanted to go and take care of it. And we, we did that. But if it's a mom and pop show and you're paying for that, an extra $200 for an extra day is a big deal. It's $200 out of your profit. Yeah, It's $400 out of your profit, whatever it is. And the fact is, the, the advantage of the way they try to position the timing of that is to make it more convenient for retailers to get more ret- retailers to go there. The reason they do it in Vegas is to get more retailers to come um, because it, you can tie in a vacation. It's easy to fly to. I mean, you can yeah. say a lot of things about Vegas, and right. all of them are true. <laughs> but um, the one thing that is also true is Vegas, everyone flies has a fairly easy flight to Vegas. And so <clears throat> the first thing is adding consumers to that makes their main vision or main mission harder. Yeah, And you never make your main mission harder if you can help it. <clears throat> so that's the first thing. Um, the second thing is um, inserting consumers into that will then change the show further will change the show from an ability to wine and die consumers and do a bunch of other stuff because then the consumers will become part of the equation and it'll become less focused on that that relationship so i just, which is already struggling it's already struggling they they're down already and and somewhat of the of the of the manufacturer's fault because they offer deals to people outside of that because they realized right. they had a problem right so they opened up the deals they've somewhat cut their own throats on the PCA thing um, but <clears throat> the fact is you and I have been there Steve and <clears throat> it's a good time listen yeah um, I always have a good time in Vegas and i pause here except for one time where i had a good time and then it turned ugly <laughs> the one caveat <laughs> the one <laughs> caveat that i i feel obligated to make but it's a good time but seriously i mean it's exhausting and it is it is, yeah. it is a ton of work and the week you go in, in advance before you, the week in advance is a ton of work preparing for it um, and steve you and i and brandon have talked about this um, it is the most important week of, of the manufacturer's year. It's also one of the most important weeks of the retailer's year yep. because it's where you're going to make some of the most important deals you're going yeah. to make all year. Yeah. And the fact is the consumer fucks that up. And it's not that I don't, um, I love the idea of creating another. Now I've also been, so I'm going to be somewhat unique in this. I've been to big smoke. I didn't yeah. like big smoke yeah because it's a bunch of waiting in lines and doing whatever's and i to, to be honest with you, I've met Rocky, so maybe i'm because I'm on both sides of the fence um, <clears throat> I'm not as wild by meeting nish, who's a very nice guy and somebody I like but um I'm, I'm sort of over meeting cigar celebs, yeah, I'm over meeting celebs in general, but um Uh, So big smoke to me was just about getting cigars and and hanging out with other cigar people. But if they could tie some PCA stuff in there, the one thing the cigar industry does worse than any other industry is lobby for political causes. Yeah. They're shit, terrible at it. Yeah. I mean, we, we just, we, we have, I mean, we, I I know we have organizations that do that stuff. We can't get off our own dick for that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's been rough. And I think it was, it was pretty smooth going for a long time. And and when this FDA stuff started coming about, I think we kind of got caught with our pants down and so that it's created a problem. I mean, it it is a legit problem. And there's been a lot of shuffling inside of PCA and, and CRA. And so, you know, they're, they're trying to fix it, but is it too late at this point? I mean, we'll see.
0: So I have a cigars for aficionados question for you, Mark. I'm looking it up online right now. Okay. Tell me about Sam's Italian pizza that's right next
1: door. So Sam's Italian pizza was there when we, we bought it. Um, the, uh, a couple of the owners of the, of cigars for aficionados also own that whole building, Mm -hmm. um, big real estate developers and Sam's Italian pizza, which is next door has thin crust pizza, which is excellent. Um, I've eaten a shit ton of sam's italian pizza but if you're in cigars for aficionado in springfield illinois which is a fantastic shop has two lounges front and back it's an old reefer building you can see they have like the old five and dime my dad talks about this i I walked my dad in there who's abhorrent uh, hates cigar smoke but i took him in after hours he says i remember when that used to be the out outside wall of the five and dime and it's you can see it it's been preserved. It's beautiful. That's cool. And they have a back lounge with TVs and they have a conference room. Um, but the Sam's Italian pizza. So the, what you want to order is you want to order the sticks and berries, which <laughs> is, um, <laughs> um, which is an order of meatball and an order of Italian sausage. Cause it's off the hook good. And then they'll bake it with cheese. Oh Oh, and it is so good.
0: And but that's not a pizza. That's like an antipasto.
1: <clears throat> it's no. It's just it's meatballs and Italian okay. sausage in <laughs> in meat sauce with with cheese on top and baked. Um, so the the twigs and berries, as we would refer to it. Um, and it is um, it is very good. But Sam's yeah. Italian Pizza is excellent. It has a good salad. Very nice restaurant. Very nice people. Um, one of the reasons that Illinois now has a rule That says you have to have a standalone building is because the smoke will occasionally creep mm-hmm. over, and that does happen there too. But the building that scars for aficionados in is actually this cool old building with like metal ceilings and mm-hmm. stuff, it's really cool. The front lounge, seriously, the ceiling has got to be 14 16 feet.
2: That's cool, yeah.
0: So, I was watching, um, what's the guy who from uh, Barstool? Uh, is it Dave Portnoy? Portnoy, yeah. So, have you ever watched his One Bite, where he goes around and rates try, the pizzas? Rates pizzas. So he, the one I, he did like last week or two weeks ago or so, with his newest video I just saw, he went to Pizzeria Uno up in Chicago.
1: Pizzeria Uno, yep, up in Chicago. So I
0: think the, I think he gave it like an eighth. An eight three and eight four, wow, something like that.
2: That's that may be like the highest. ever. So then. the highest
0: I was, I one I just watched. It was a place up in New Jersey called Delusius, and he gave it a nine four, like the highest it's wow it's ever gone. Nine so four.
1: Uno's is one is a place where I would take out of towners and okay. when you'd like go drinking. And, and so you'd order the large pizza and people go, yeah, there's like five of us at the table. How, how, we're not, a large pizza is not <laughs> <It's> enough. <like laughs> no, it's not. It's no, it's, it's like this, but it's like, seriously, yeah, it's like that thick. And it's like,
0: it's. So, it, so it's, it's crust and then like a layer like of a, sausage. It's like,
1: a, it's like, a, it's like thin crust. It's like a, um, like a crumble crust. Uh-huh. And then it's like a layer of sausage and then it's cheese with meat sauce. And it's just. So it's it, it,
0: it's always it's either that or the other. What's the other Chicago place?
1: Um, Geno's East, yeah. but there's also Father and Sons. There's a ton there's of tons. There's yeah.
0: a, there's one that I that that Kelly took me to. I forget, but it was it was Domino's.
1: On- <laughs> yeah, yeah, Papa John's. <laughs> Papa John's It was uh, nice. Papa it, don't speak Chinese. <laughs> it was it was one
0: of the, it was like one of the like the okay. If you go here for pizza, you got to go like one of these four places, and it was good. It was it was solid. But yeah, when I saw that, it was Uno's. I was like, okay, that's one I know. Pizzeria
1: Unos, which is down and not too far from Gino's East, which is uh, they're both down uh, downtown, um, and those both of those are just banging great pizza. Yeah, you can quote me on that. <laughs> Fucking print it. Um, but those are the places <laughs> I had that pizza p- today. So, yeah, those those are the ones where even like, <clears throat> like you go drinking, you you be you know feeling good, you catch a taxi cab over there and. And people think, yeah, you know, let's let's have let's have a ton of stuff, um, and you just go. I think one piece will be enough for you. How's, a, how's one a, piece is f- f- plenty for me.
0: How's Gasanos rank as Chicago pizza? I have not had Gasanos.
1: I do, real not, have, pizza, I do not have Chicago. I do not have Chicago pizza outside of Chicago. Yeah. Oh. Well, I think they're from. I'm they sure have they a are. Chicago pizza. Well, so that's, I'm sure what, they're, they that's drove
0: what they're known through. for. So okay. I, yeah, I I'll try it. I don't get that. I get the traditional because i I'm just I don't like the sauce on top. It's it, for Good me, to know you have rules. It's, it's lasagna. For me, it's messy. It's not pizza. It's it's hard to <laughs> like fine. like Steve. You could be wrong. Steve sat right in front of me last night for dinner and just saw how much pasta <laughs> and sauce was on
2: my face. This beard.
0: So how
1: was the first couple of weeks of the uh, the bromance going? Did you guys eat at home and on the porch? So
2: the, the whole first week Mo cooked for us every night. So that had
1: to go okay. But then yeah. but then Mo quit cooking for Aaron. So I assume <laughs> that impacted you as well, Steve.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: now, steve, yeah i'm steve, starving steve, this steve, week
0: steve got a fridge <laughs> <laughs> um no we so, went we went to italian place in benton which is surprisingly like really good uh, italian place. yeah hole in the wall and nice. uh an old barbecue place yeah. if you couldn't tell because it was yeah, in a oh, barn yeah, <laughs> yeah but nice. uh yeah I, I i mean sauce and me just don't get along yeah but um
1: well, so, uh, right. It's hard to believe that sauce <laughs> and you wouldn't get along. I don't know why sauce and you wouldn't get along. No, it's, You're storing some for Tuesday? It's,
2: it's When's a, was the last time you ate something that did get in your beard? Oh, shit. I mean,
0: I guess like gummy candy or something. Something that like literally <laughs> out to would bite. Be disgusting.
1: <laughs> you have a fucking green gummy in your beard, Aaron. Oh, god! I mean,
0: I'm a, I'm a sucker for gummy candy. That's my favorite favorite candy. My, give me Mike and I, I don't think... I, I don't know if you can consider Mike and I gummy candy. I like nice.
2: I like Swedish fish. Oh, do
0: so you you, you got to get the uh, the Trader Joe's brand no, of their Swedish fish. <laughs> oh,
3: it's so good. No, you don't.
0: So
1: much better. Oh, you had them. You had them. Uh, yeah, your mom brought them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, and I, I'm telling Steve because everyone else has heard this story. Kevin, we did it. We smoked a cigar on one of the LCC reviews, and he calls me the next day and says. <laughs> What was the post cigar flavor you got out of that? And I said, "You mean like after I was done smoking it? Um, I don't remember. No cigar." And he <laughs> goes, "It wasn't su- uh, peach Swedish fish." What? <laughs> and I said, "Well, first of all, I don't like peaches or any fruits, and I don't. I, I don't know that Still I've ever had a peach me Swedish fish." And he and he goes, "So you didn't get that? You can mark that down as a fuck no." <laughs>
3: What?
0: I, I've i never I've never not met anybody that, Is that wrong? I don't know I've
1: never not really sort of maybe I've never not, met anyone not, <laughs> well, You can remove the that. double negative and then it's a positive
0: You're the only person I've ever met that doesn't care for fruit Adam
3: <laughs> <laughs> There you go uh, That's a good one <laughs>
1: So, um, well, for the record, I like oranges. Well, I
0: mean, that's a fruit. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Well, I I was just saying, (laughs) you don't like like what's in a fruit and what's not. Okay. Like it's, it's getting, it's getting to be springtime, summertime here in the South. Guy, Arkansas is, has the best peach farm. So like you don't, you don't like just like a, like a cold peach on a hot, on a hot day. No.
1: Oh my god! Oh, that's the best. Have peaches been, are on the top. Of, it's, it's hard bananas to and then peaches. That you don't like and banana. Yeah, those are the top two. Okay.
0: Well, because the rule is you got to go. You got to go mouth. <laughs> no, is it banana to mouth? <laughs> banana to mouth. Banana to mouth. Not mouth to banana.
1: <laughs> so I'm just gonna say this because somebody is screaming at their uh, podcast player right now. What the fuck's wrong with you, Aaron? So I did that. The and Steve fr- knew what you were talking about. So I'm going to throw Steve in with that.
0: The first day I started at the wood shop and I was, you know, getting to know everybody and Dwight was there, the owner of the shop. And we we're just talking, going over my bona fides, because I've been in the industry for a long time. And
2: He's bona fide, Mark. My bona fides. And uh, he was
0: eating a banana. I was like, hey, do you know the rule about banana? He's like, no. I was like, you got to go banana to mouth. Can't go mouth to banana.
2: Like, if you don't know what we're talking about, get a banana and go to your mirror. <laughs> And go mouth to banana, like put your, <laughs> hold the banana still and take a bite of the banana.
3: Oh, God. As
2: opposed to putting the banana in your mouth, then biting it.
0: What is the greatest fruit?
2: I mean, I think that's up for debate. Everybody likes well, what's something your, different. What's
0: your, what's your favorite one? Well, it depends. So, Mark is orange because that's like the boring fruit, but it's still good. It it's depends. It's uh,
1: peanut butter and chocolate ice cream. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do you like those orange cho- Those chocolate oranges, like you, you like get at Christmas on the table, Christmas time.
1: I don't really. I mean, I can eat one. But. Have you had the
0: raspberry kind?
1: Yeah. Ah, oh, so good. I prefer but the orange.
0: I'm a grapefruit guy. I love grapefruits. <laughs> like hey, okay. give me, give me a white grapefruit. Like it's bitter. Like my personality.
2: All I can think about is that video. <laughs> You know what? I
0: accidentally oh. I accidentally, uh, accidentally d- uh, deleted that audio file because I, I did it on the same clip. Oh, my goodness. Clip. Oh, my God. Oh, that, that was great. That was the greatest five minutes of audio that nobody will ever hear
1: because it is oh, now gone. Man. I'm <laughs> so, strangely not disappointed.
2: Uh, the best fruit, I love pineapple mm. and peaches, both. Have you grilled a pineapple? Oh, or? come on. Oh come on! All right, who are you talking
0: to? So we gotta we gotta we gotta throw some of those some of that onto your look at the little icon, your
1: Traeger. (laughs) That's my friend Lou from. uh, She's been posting pictures of little animated penises all weekend, (laughs) and and laughing. It's they're awesome, like ones in little cowboy hats or in little uh, puff jackets.
3: (laughs) It's
0: it's like what's what's the uh, what's that movie Superbad, where Jonah Hill just drips dicks on everything. Notebook,
3: yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, let's touch back on the cigars. Yes. <laughs> let's, let's get back to... <laughs> I'm not getting peach Swedish fish out of this cigar, Kevin. <laughs> I do remember. I don't remember what cigar
0: he was talking about, but I do remember that that going on.
2: So this cigar, um, it, the name is actually French. It means the jewel. Um, so you're
1: saying Le Bajou is French. Yes. <laughs> Le Bijou.
2: Le Bijou. Um, and he blended this one in honor of his dad, um, <laughs> which is cool.
0: What? Uh, so it just, okay. <laughs> um, did what? you ever go to La uh, to Madeline's on Little Rock when they were open? Yeah. I, like, great breakfast. Love that place. But the manager who ran it, I mean, like, real southern, but he always, like, whenever you walk in, he'd be like, bonjour. It's
2: <laughs> <just, laughs> like Brad Pitt and that. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the inglor- glorious bastards, bastards. Bongerno. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and like it always made me and Mo laugh whenever he would say bon- bonjour or uh,
2: bonjour, no. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, anyways, I just, anyway,
2: so he uh, he made this cigar kind of in honor of his father, who was born in 1922, which is why it's called the Le Bijou 1922. Um, it is a Habano Oscuro wrapper and Nicaraguan binder and filler. Uh one of my favorites from the my father line. One of my favorites of anything.
0: And this is my favorite vitola of, of the 22.
2: So it comes in Churchill, Grand Robusto, uh Petite Robusto, Toro and the Torpedo box press, which is what we're smoking.
1: Yeah.
2: Absolutely I, beautiful cigar. Yeah. I
1: like the bigger so I like the bigger Toro one of 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 all of these, but this is a really good cigar. Yeah. I like I like all of these. Yeah, this is like all the all what,
0: what year did this get number one
1: in? Nineteen twenty one. Ca. <laughs> it's on the fucking label. Was it fourteen?
0: No. Was it? Was it Was it fourteen? Thirteen. Um, I think because I think thirteen was the Melania, or twelve was the Melania.
2: I don't remember. It was uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. I think I think it was fifteen. Yeah, because I don't. Think, yeah, twenty fifteen.
0: Yeah, because I don't think. Weston might have been open by then, but I know I wasn't working here by then.
1: Yeah, it was open by then. Okay. So yeah, uh, yeah. Right. so I mean, this is a really good cigar. Fighting. So so next week baseball starts. I know you're excited that Mike, Mike Matheny got extended. Ugh.
0: You know what? I, he's actually playing the younger,
1: the younger dudes. So Our, isn't everybody on your team 12 years old? So I, yes. I was
0: so I was actually talking to Ian my youngest brother some of them are 13 the the other day so i i think from our world series win in 15 i think he won't let it go i think no i I think there's one there might be two players left from then that's on the team now and it's just salvador perez the catcher i think a good person to have left yeah i think that's it and and i think mondesi mondesi was on but back then we just brought him up just to be a runner because right. he had the speed, but now he's opening day shortstop. Right. So, but from that run, like the, the turnover is all the way yeah. over. And I think Rusty Koontz is still first greatest name <laughs> in baseball, by the way. Uh,
2: is still the first base coach.
0: But, best, that, but that's the best it.
2: sports name ever. Trick
1: Dick. Dick Trickle. Dick Trickle. Dick Trickle. <laughs> Trick Dickle. There was. Uh, um, there was a guy who played uh, linebacker, I think, for Illinois State. Who got recruited a couple of years ago? Who was Bison Meats? Oh wow! Like, you, well, what? they he, did he, have the Arkansas player.
2: His name was Bumper Pool. Bumper Pool. Well, that he, was pretty. Epic. So
0: okay. So here's something. He changed his name to Bumper legally. Like, I didn't realize that. I thought that was just a nickname. But he was Mark or something beforehand. But he changed his name to Bumper, which I was like, that's
1: cheating. I think you can't. Well, I change mean, when your you're
2: name. when you're six six and what.
1: So I'm going to tell pounds. him that you said that and he'll compound your ass. <laughs> yeah, that's fine.
0: But that, they like, could you like, what, what's the, uh, in bowling, what's the, uh, the gutter bumpers? Is that bumpers? Yeah, but it's got a certain name, right?
1: No, I don't know. We <laughs> Not that I know of. We haven't gone bowling in forever. So <laughs> that's true. Well, and so the women's game has been played right now, which we're not watching. It is not. Because Aaron didn't want us to watch it. Really?
0: Because I distinctly remember saying,
1: oh, God, we're not going to watch women's basketball. He's racist. He's sexist. (laughs) I I love... Tomorrow (laughs) night's the men's basketball game. Yes. In
0: real time tomorrow night is... So they're going to play it live, you think? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) KU (laughs) is playing against North Carolina. North Carolina. So it's just a... I mean, I, I wasn't able to watch the first game yesterday but it it seemed like it was a blowout the whole way through and then the second game i i was up here we were up here watching it was a i mean it was a, a, a
1: it was a tough game yeah. yeah yep it was exciting i guess i didn't watch either game it was
2: yeah I carolina did. duke was the second one it was good
3: yeah
0: the first good one game. I was i was at a my niece's birthday party nieces nieces <laughs> so my I, I went to go like he he texted me that morning like hey do y'all want to get get dinner or whatever I was like yeah it's like we got to do uh I got to go to my niece's birthday party and then I'll give you a shout but like my phone changed it to nieces or something yeah, my, like that
2: your phone did <laughs> no chance but it like no chance it was like in it's corrected no it's being incorrect no he spelt it n e e s e e s Nieces.
0: So it's like Reese's, <laughs> but like extra, extra vowels.
2: That's right. not a correct spelling of anything. So right. how it's would your phone correct that?
0: It's uh, a Jack would be like, you owe me a lot of money for all those vowels. You, <laughs> you do. <laughs> you uh, oh, yes. Goodness.
1: I guess it was a good game. They were saying last night it was a good game. So the,
0: the second one, went, it was, a, it was a good one. So,
1: True. so coach Jay, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's too, it's too bad for coach Jay. So, and and Mike Shushetsky's done. That's it. And all the the North Carolina people are relieved that yeah. uh, that their victory on 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 North Carolina, our Duke's home court, was not overridden. So so Coach K's first loss
0: forty two years ago was against UNC, and his last loss was UNC.
1: So yeah. bookends. Bookends. So so yeah.
2: What an epic career, though.
3: Oh yeah, one hundred
2: and one. I mean, uh, post-season wins.
0: Uh, no, a hundred because that, that would have been his hundred and 101.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So a hundred still hunt hundred, uh, I Un- mean, five, ti- five titles and absolutely unreal career. Yep. So I mean one of the greatest ever plus,
0: yep. and plus how many, how many gold medals when he was coach of the, three. of the Olympics? I think three. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, go retire, go have fun, Yep. but don't come back kind of thing. Don't pull a Tom
2: Brady and be like, how does a guy like that retire though? Like what do you do? You don't fish and golf. Like that's not going to fulfill that man's. Well, life. it's
0: kind of like Roy Williams had still been at like every big game for the Tar Heels and everything. He was at that one. Yeah. So now it's like this is the Roy Williams game. Yep. It's like his. I mean, he 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 didn't win a a, a title with Kansas, but yeah, he took him there a few yep. times.
1: But It'll be a good game. So, it should be a good game. So
0: I can't wait for that. I'll be up here watching that one. So sure, I'm sure you will. I got my. I got my Jayhawk hat. I have a shirt. I don't know if it fits anymore. <laughs> it might be a little snug. It might be rocking a belly shirt. Get the old schmiedium <laughs> sh- out of the closet. It's a, it's a. It's like a. It's like it's an extra large, but it's on the small end of extra large. It's a. I mean, hell, it's twelve years old. It's been through the wash a few times.
3: Yeah, yeah once or twice. Yep.
0: But uh, no, that. But then also, yeah. Opening day is Thursday so i can't wait for that do, okay here's my thing i like an opening day that, like if i was going to i've been to i think i've been to two, two or one i know i been been to one opening day but i like an opening day when it's not literally opening day i like i the like home my opener. yeah i like i like <laughs> i like my team like their opening day is like a So you like being a
1: shitty team so you don't get the first opening (laughs) day.
0: No, no. So that way I can actually enjoy
1: watching opening day stuff. Okay. So. I've been to opening day in St. Louis once. Um, It's fun spectacle. I love it. So you guys get the Clydesdales out and do all the, the, Uh, the, bring out the world titles and all that stuff? We do not.
0: Well, I mean, we got world titles though. Is it really a world title though? Sure. How? I mean, the only world is Canada that's the only other
1: part You're of the world. is not in the world? No, but it's like we don't the play. The
2: best players in the world play in this league, so it is a world title.
1: Are the Yankees in this league?
0: How are the Yankees going to be this year? They're
2: going to be okay. Honestly, I don't know. I haven't kept up with it.
1: Carlos Beltran is the announcer. So really? I think that's... Uh,
2: God, how old...
0: And just uh, Brian Cashman
1: is bitching that uh, that uh, the Astros have cheated you guys out of world championships. Yeah. That, <laughs> that doesn't seem whiny.
0: I mean, well, to be fair, I mean, it's true. To be fair. No, I don't think it's fair. You don't think it's fair? No. Astros cheated, plain and simple.
1: Yankees buy every player they want to play. It's part of the game. It's
0: not cheating, though. That's just... Hell, if... I. The Royals were fucking owned by a Walmart conglomerate for years, and he was the cheapest bastard out there. One of the cheapest out there. Like, we just used... The Royals were just a MLB farm league for fucking ever, so... Well, first of
1: all, we have not confirmed nor denied that the Yankees did not do the same thing the Astros did. We haven't confirmed nor denied the no. Cardinals didn't do the same things the Astros did. <laughs> And we've certainly not confirmed, or well, we probably are relatively certain that the Royals didn't. Um, but the uh, only
0: thing we cheated at was in '85, where he was definitely s- out
1: Out at first. He cheated, on that. <laughs> he cheated on that. He was definitely s- out. He was out. <laughs> well, yes, he was, yes. No, yes. he was safe, but
0: technically he was like out. But also, that wasn't game seven. Fucking do it. You had a whole other game. It's kind of like what's his name. And in, another out. In, in Chicago uh, against the. The, the... What's his name? The Marlins. You know, oh, yeah, when the guy... Moises Alou. Took the
1: ball. Yeah. Yeah. Bartman. Bartman, Bartman yeah. yeah. Like,
0: like, boo-hoo, shit happens. You had a whole other
1: game to... to We also had, like, a whole inning and a half after that. Yeah, but,
0: to fix it, so...
1: Yep, and you were actually still winning, but that's okay. Yeah, so... But,
0: yeah, I'm ready for opening day.
1: I, yep, me too. Because, honestly, too... Although, and... The, um, the fact that the DH is um, taken over baseball is the plague of baseball. It is terrible. I'm, I'm, it is like the worst thing. And now they're changing the rules well, can't about how shift you shift anymore. Can't shift anymore. Yeah, that, I don't get yeah. that's stupid. The, the, the uh, Otani rule, like Babe Ruth would have had uh, eight thousand home runs. Yeah. Um, like I don't understand. Like just, just, I mean, baseball. The one thing that's great about baseball. I understand why the DH came in in the seventies cause the American league sucked and they needed like to liven up American league baseball cause it was terrible. And cause they, God. they needed to, um, <laughs> so abusive. Uh, well, it's not my fault. She sucked. And so, <laughs> um, and because they wanted so to throw a bone to the, to the union to get an extra higher player, I paid what they traded was. Aaron is waving at you, Steve, Let's because see. he doesn't have a lighter. My lighter went out. Um, because they they wanted to make a a, a compromise to the union, um, but it, it it fucks up the game flow. So here's the thing: nationally, baseball without the DH is so much better baseball yes. than uh, than American League baseball.
0: We, I mean, I like small ball. We the Royals won the World Series off playing off small ball, but I like the DH. So.
1: I like the fact that when you make a pitching change or you, you ha- there's some sort of complexity to it in the, in the batting lineup, I also like the fact that if a pitcher cannot bat, which for the record, part of the game, that's a problem. So like yeah. when Greg Maddox is considered as one of the greatest pitchers of all time, the fact that he could do things at the plate, for example, move runners along, he could... <clears throat> He could also hit for average a little bit. He could he could do things at the plate that made him more valuable to the team than somebody who didn't put the effort in to be a hitter. Let's be honest: you're a major league player. You played all through junior ball. The fact that you can't even bunt is yep. a crime against humanity. No, that's the thing that really uh, makes you Vladimir Putin for oh, Christ's oh, sake. Christ, <laughs> I don't <know> about that, <laughs> we're pretty close. <laughs> but like. Yeah. Does he look like he can fucking bunt? I don't think he can
0: bunt. <laughs> but, like, on the uh, on the shift, like, how many times have we yelled at the TV, like, lay a bunt down the third base line.
1: You got fucking nobody over there. Right. But nobody- Somebody shifted in the Illinois State-Indiana State game today, and some guy just dead-rolled one over where the shortstop was. Seriously, slow-rolled one. He just <laughs> slept on purpose. Yeah. And I thought- that is such a simple solution to this problem. And you thought, here's a freshman in college who understands the simple solution to this problem, which is just slow rolling over the shortstop. He got a double out of it because the two outfielders could not get to it fast <laughs> enough. And you're just going, that's such a simple solution. It's a double. But, I mean, they've looked at... But, you know, it's, you, it's and, a, you and I like... It was like, no problem. It wasn't even hard to do. You could see him, like, going, you dumb fuckers are like, we're all standing over here. So I hit it over
3: here. Well, <laughs> you,
0: you and I, we like the, the numbers when it comes to the game. Yeah. So right now, it's kind of like in basketball, the best shot in basketball is the corner three. In baseball, it's just... It's power hitting or strike or strikeouts. Sure. It's, it's... There's... There's no in-between.
1: But the ebb and flow of the game. So right now it's a, it's all about power because of the DH, I think, a large degree. It's also because they've changed this – gotten a lot smarter about launch angle and all those things. A yeah. lot well, like golf has, and it's fucked up golf too. But And so they figured out a lot of this stuff. But the fact is <clears throat> they're going to figure out the statistics that Billy Bean figured out 20 years ago, which is runners on base – equals runners scoring yeah yeah and these guys right now i mean they, they're all in the earl weaver i'm gonna make a 1970s reference but they're all in this all like you know two walks and a blast i mean the fact is um you know runners equals runs but like
0: people bitching and playing like oh you're changing the game you're changing fucking back in the day it used to take eight balls to get a to get on base instead of four that was a hundred years ago. I know, but we
1: cured cancer with leeches back then. So I mean, we, we've advanced <laughs> some. It doesn't mean we need to like necessarily go completely electrical vehicles overnight. The DH doesn't improve the game. It actually makes pitchers pitch more conservatively, which is worse baseball. Yeah, it makes defenders defend more conservatively, which is worse baseball. And it it, it becomes this like sort of real tentative defensive baseball. And you watch like a Yankees Red Sox games and the pitching is those are some of the best pitchers in the game and they all fucking pitch on the outside corner. Nobody comes inside because they're all fucking scared. Yeah. And you you watch Wainwright pitch. Wainwright will fucking get up inside. will drop the curveball inside because he knows that he's got some pitcher. He's got some hitters down there that he can get out. And that's the way the game should flow. Bring back the EFIS pitch. We don't have enough EFIS pitch. <laughs> actually, I'm okay with that. Well, the kid, we, Steve and I were talking about the reliever for uh, the closer for Arkansas. Tell you what, he's got a he's got a couple of really nice uh, off switch uh, yeah. uh, breaking pitches, and when you see somebody who can really throw a breaking pitch. One kid about screwed himself uh, uh, Bugs Bunny style into the ground. Like, he (laughs) he threw it, and you could see the guy's eyes light up, and you're just going, because I've been watching him pitch for about an inning, and you go, dude, it's not going to be where you think it's going to be. And he he swung about waist high, and the ball was about his ankles. And I just – watching guys who can control the inner half and the outer half, that's that's what I like about baseball. I'm an old school guy. I love love pitchers who deal.
2: This happened a few years ago when they – they lowered the laces on the baseball too, mm-hmm. right? Because it, it eliminates some of the curve that they can put on an off-speed pitch. Right. They have a little less control. But the whole thing is, what do the fans want to see? They want to see home runs. They do. They don't like small ball.
1: I, the...
2: The the mass majority of fans do not like small ball.
0: Well, well, uh, well also the mass... Well, I don't know. The, because the, the mass majority of baseball fans, I think their cue their numbers are... Like late fifties, mid sixties is
1: we're dying though. Yeah, that's their, they're trying to. They're trying to get it down to the twenties, and and to be honest with you, those people are basketball fans and they're and they're football fans, and they're yeah, just not a lot of baseball fans. Well, I, I mean, baseball and, is there's what t- it is. Here's the thing: I think it's too many games. It's a lot. They should play
0: seven games. A hundred, sixty <laughs> two two hundred and <laughs> sixty-two games. Get hot early. Is that's a long trek. That's A lot of games. Now during the the pandemic era of ball, like would they play like eighty games? Like that was good because it was a sprint the whole way, and every game really mattered. You know, in the in the dog days of summer, when you're having the Orioles play the A's, I mean, those games don't oh, mean anything. on the A's. I, it, I was. It is what it is. I just <laughs> picked two
1: random ass yeah. teams. So. Right. You mean when the Royals are playing the... Uh, <laughs> the A's. <laughs> the <Fine>. Rangers?
0: Yeah. <laughs> just, it's just like some of those games just don't matter. Yeah. So it's just, it's just like college but football. Base, Every fucking game matters.
1: Right, right. I mean, but football is different than baseball. And so the point right. of the 162 is it is a marathon. And so the point of baseball is that... And every night you turn it on. So Tim and I would watch watch baseball and turn it on every night. There's a baseball game on where you watch it. Mm-hmm. It means what it means. It means one, 162, 160s, 160, you know, of the 160 of your, second, a second of your season. That's what it means, right? But they all have consequences, you know, and, and you watch the game in that small fraction. Um, but yes. Well, and <clears throat> listen. I understand. There's nothing better than NHL playoff hockey. No, oh, no. But MLB playoffs. Uh, I mean, the, the, those are pretty awesome because those well, games and, are.
0: Well, and we're now have ex- having expanded playoffs now. So, you know, for your team, it won't affect. For your team, it won't affect. For my team, I could it be won't on. Affect. I could be. Ah, I could be on the bubble because they went. They. I was reading back, and they were talking about the last eight years, like of what teams would have been on. And, you know, the Royals went to -to back-to-back World Series. And then we would have – I think we would have made it the following year, even though we had a down year. But we would have been like – I think we would have been like 82 or 76 wins to, what, 90-something losses. I mean, that we would have been right on that bubble. But
1: eventually you're going to get a World Series team with a losing record. Yeah. Because baseball is the one thing – well, it's not the one thing. I mean, unlike football – um, and unlike basketball, but in hockey and baseball, it's all about getting hot at the right time. I mean, if your goaltender gets hot, you could be yeah. shit the whole season and just be the eighth seed. This yeah. happens all the time in hockey. Not all the time, but it happens in hockey. That guy gets hot and then you can't score yeah. on them and and then you lose.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like 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 right now, the hottest team in hockey who's favored to win. Do you know who it is? It's the Florida Panthers. They're the hottest team right now, it's because the they're Lightning. because their offense. No, because I think they're in second or third in the in the East. Okay. But right now, like their offense is producing more goals. But if they're but they have great they have a a, a great double tandem goalie. Double it so if one of them does get hot and their offense stays productive of scoring five goals a game, getting eight points or whatever, yeah. I mean that's gonna be thrilling to see, especially when you don't, you know, it, it's going to take more teams like that who aren't big name teams to, to make it more lively for certain crowds. I mean, Miami is a huge destination. It's a big ass city, yep. but now they're actually have meaningful hockey. Yeah. It's going to be big. It's kind of like KC, like going to a Royals game in 2014 and 15 in late August was amazing because I'd never seen the stadium that full before sure. my whole life. So it makes it, so I mean, it probably like open, since the thirties, like, right? Like, yeah. Like opening day is always a sellout. And then for years for me it was just like it was shit. He's like, oh, you could go see Sabre Hagen and and Bo and Brett. And after that it wasn't like you're not you're not seeing much of anything in the nineties. <laughs> yeah. But now, you know, it's we have a a solid team, but it's it's all in yeah it's it's who gets hot early or not early but who gets hot in the right amount of time like was it 2 years ago Cleveland went on like a 32 game win streak like yep. that's going to be hard to beat that's that's amazing it's kind of yep. like Joe DiMaggio's record for for most hits in a game is 76 like I don't know if we'll ever see that hit because the pitchers
1: nowadays... most
2: No, most consecutive, consecutive,
1: consecutive, consecutive games. Consecutive games will hit. Yeah,
2: whatever.
0: 56, was 70, it? 76 hits in a like
1: game. Fifty six. <laughs> 76 hits in a game is a lot of games. It yeah, had know. to be an extra in yeah, a game. I mean,
0: well, anyways, what Joe did, like what pitchers do now... Hell, your middle reliever is throwing high 90s. Yeah. Like they're just pitchers just throw fucking fire and heat all game long.
2: Yeah, right. but that's caused a lot of issues with like the Tommy John stuff and when well, and
0: you're yeah. having more team more more kids honestly getting yeah, Tommy or, John yeah. right out of high school into yeah. college and
2: Yep. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, that's a common issue in baseball. I talked to a couple different guys that made it to the pros and and most of them they end up hiring their own coaches, Mm -hmm. pitching coaches, because the guys at even the college level, some of them really don't know what they're doing, and they're asking them to do things that they shouldn't, their body can't hold up to, Um, not even like in the game, like in training, and they're trying to learn new pitches. and and So it doesn't work, right? They blow their arm out in double-A, and they never make it.
0: So I was was watching a, I don't know if it was a 30 for 30, but it was one of the ESPN like 30-minute episodes about baseball and Tommy John. And, and one of the things that they've switched to now is pitchers throwing with a weighted ball, but not actually releasing the ball. They're just, they're holding to it, but doing the same throwing action, like a three pound, four pound ball. And it just creates so much. I mean, it's just, you're, you're building so much muscle around that tendon where they're kind of seeing the decline now yeah. and, and pitchers arms are being saved Mm. But, like, they're doing something unorthodox to, yeah. to get strengthen to To strengthen it. To strengthen yeah. it, yeah.
2: So, the issue they're having in the NFL is that the athletes are so much bigger and the muscle tissue is so much larger. Um, but the tendon, there's no way to increase the size of the tendon. So, that's what they're having injury issues with are there's the, all this muscle tissue it's, and it's pulling and pushing and, and creating these... Um, Injuries that that weren't there years ago before they really got into the the working out and the the diets and things like that. I mean, back in the day, those guys would would play for the football season, and they'd go bounce at a bar in the off season. Oh yeah, because they had to yeah. have a job because they weren't making enough money to to make it work. So
0: well, it's like Bo Jackson played football to stay in shape for baseball.
1: Yeah. He wasn't any good at either one, man. It, it what <laughs> sucks is like
0: like if he wouldn't have got injured, he would have been a hall of famer in both in both games. Probably that's not un- true. That's unfortunate, but yep.
2: But he did better than Jordan did.
0: <laughs> well, Jordan did that because that was his suspension for gambling. Oh, I know. So
2: that's well, That's what that was. Rumor, so, has supposedly, it. Allegedly. allegedly, allegedly, fine.
0: Um, but also something else happens this week is we got masters coming up.
2: Oh yeah.
0: So is, is the lion coming back?
2: The lion tiger? No, it's a tiger, not a lion. What are you talking about a lion? The lion is John Daly. There's no debate. And the man is a legend. He put out a, or somebody did a, a or a Facebook, Facebook reel or something and it was like the proper way to warm up. And then he rolls up in a cart and like he bends over, looks like he's about to stretch. He stands up and he picks up a Miller Lite and takes a chug. And then he pulls out his pack of cigarettes. He's like, where's the first team? What's the course record? <laughs> I'm ready to play. <laughs> that man is a legend. He but
1: is, uh, He is crazy.
2: So Tiger, um, so he came out today and said that he'll be a game time decision. So he's been practicing. He's in Augusta. He's been practicing on the course. Um, I think the, the real question is, will his leg hold up to four days of...
0: So, was, this, was it both legs or just a one leg?
2: I think both were injured, but the one snapped. Oh, okay. it was
0: bad. And this was 16 months
2: ago? or was It was, like <laughs> it was a oct- year ago, right? It's, yeah, it's been a little over a year now. It was now.
0: Like October of 20, or something like that? So So, no. it's, it's been... I don't think
1: it was that... It's 2022. It was 2021, and you had the injury. Okay, yeah. so it was early
0: 2021 then. Yep. Yeah, yeah. so it's... A little over twelve months.
2: It was actually a couple weeks before the Masters. Okay. Yeah. Of of twenty one. So amazing comeback if if he can actually do it. Um and he's played a couple of like small events. He did the father son event with his with Charlie and
1: There were all a couple rounds.
2: Yeah, shorter events. So he's not played like a full like and and Augusta's a hard golf course to walk. You don't see it on T V. But it's up and down the entire way. There's not a flat spot really on that entire thing. I mean, it's it's no,
3: nuts.
0: So, it like, okay, could they could he have access to a cart to no. use?
2: So, I don't think they let him do it on the PGA Tour. On the senior tour, yes. Um
0: How yeah. how far out is he from the senior
3: tour?
2: You got to be 50. He's what, He's what, 48, 40, 49? No, he's 45 maybe. Yeah, 45, 46 probably. Okay. So, he's got a few years to go still. But it you know, it becomes that question if you're talking about senior tour like phil he went and played four events and he won three of them yeah came in second i think in the other one so at 50 is it really fair for a guy like that to do, go to the senior do those tour count
0: towards the the majors no <laughs> no it's okay. a
2: completely separate separate okay senior tour
0: so how, how many does how many does uh phil have
2: in majors yeah
0: in in senior tour
2: Senior that. tour majors? None. He's only played the four events. No,
0: okay. No, who is who is Tiger chasing? Um, Jack Nicholas. Jack Nicholas. How many does he have? In Nineteen, seniors? right? In seniors? No,
2: oh, in seniors. Well, so when he was that age, the senior tour wasn't what it is now. Okay, so it's he's won a hard couple of those in a yeah. couple. Yeah, but it's not now. The senior tour is a legit tour for those guys. Like it's a they have a full schedule. They they play a lot of events, so it's a completely different thing. But Bernhard Langer has dominated the senior tour ma- uh, majors what, since what, he went. So. What
0: would you give up to play around at Augusta?
2: A lot. Like cigars? A lot.
0: Like cigars? Yes.
2: <laughs> like forever? For one round, probably not. For like? A membership? <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably
0: like a like a 5 year hiatus you for one round do you do you give it up though I don't know would, would you take like 10 years off your life right now if you could play augusta
2: one time no that's not worth that
0: okay
1: 5 years maybe <laughs> you've been I've been it's beautiful I wouldn't yeah. give up one day of my life to play
2: Probably not. And if it was a real decision, probably not. But I would pay thousands of dollars.
1: So there was a guy I knew in Springfield who went down and held up a sign and say, I will – because Golf uh, I just gave him $25,000 to – I'll give you $25,000 to let you play. But, of course, then Augusta kicked him off, like, and said, no, that's not yeah. the way this works. Um, but uh, Augusta's special, like, it's special. I'm not sure playing it. I mean, playing it would be fun, I guess, but um, I've played enough really nice golf courses that it isn't quite as much special as you would think it would be.
0: You can only smoke Gurkhas.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I would do that. No. <laughs> you know, um, be, you'd have become the Gurkha rep. That's yeah. okay.
2: I'd do that. <laughs> Definitely. But
1: the funny part is... Um, uh, you know, Tiger's not going to win, right? Because even as great as he is, and well, let, I mean, he be, wasn't
0: projected. to was what
1: two years Jack, ago, right? <laughs> right, but he was healthy. So understand yeah. the difference between not healthy. He won the U.S. Open on one leg. So when yeah. I talk about how great Jack Nicklaus is, my guy, because he's he's not of he's not my age, but he's of my age. Well, you're he's your era, he's stuff. my era. Yeah, he won eighteen majors. I looked it up, and Tiger's won fifteen. Right. Um, Tiger uh, Woods won the U.S. Open on one leg; his other leg was injured. And to understand Not injured, broken, broken, to understand what that is is,
3: I, I, don't know, I, don't, I cannot
1: put that into context. No, it's he beat the Rocco Mediate that, that year, who is a really, really good golfer, and a hundred other golfers who are really, really good golfer, and legs are the single most important part of yeah. your golf swing, because as now Aaron has. I mean, have you seen oh, me swing? I didn't use my legs at all. You didn't. And you did We're gonna not work on that. You did not play as nearly as well as Tiger did. No. And so, um, it's I'm, just,
0: I'm uh, not a, I'm not a, uh, uh, fuck what I, a savant in golf.
1: So, I mean, I, I remember when Tiger came out, I mean, as a matter of fact, Sam, Steech, she was a, a, a good friend of mine, somebody I used to just, we used to go out at 7 o'clock and play random holes of the, a local course, and just a good friend of mine, good golfer. And I remember playing the second hole at Bunn, uh, we used to call it Bunn National, but it was Bunn Park. It was a local just muni golf course that we used to play. And the first time Tiger won the uh, Masters, a guy walked across the course, used the N-word, and said, can you believe that? that N word is winning the masters and Sam and I both stopped. So to understand the trip that tiger has made, because golf is inherently a white game. And I, 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 I think we need to appreciate, I mean, we could talk about the social context that tiger is in golf. And, and I know some of the stuff that happened later, sort of taints that, but I, I want to, talk, you know, just a little bit of the social context. It was a lily white game and and Tiger changed that. But and so Tiger to me, Jack Nicholas is my guy, but Tiger is the greatest golfer I've ever seen. And it's not even close. I've, I've seen Jack Nicholas play really, really good golf. Um, and I understand that. And Jack Nicholas changed the game, but Tiger Woods revolutionized golf. Yeah. But he has no chance this week. If he wins this week, it is the single greatest sporting upside of all time. If, oh, if, yeah. he,
0: if he didn't have all his injuries, like his back and all his surgeries and shit, would he have beaten? Would yes. He, would he have gotten to 19?
1: Yes. Oh, he'd have been close. He would win a couple more, and we would have talked about it. Because Tiger is, if nothing else, a singular will mentally of, of the ability to make everything else go away and win. So the fact is Nicholas had this too, and some of these other guys, but if you're going to win 18 of these motherfuckers, you have no context of, I have no context of how hard it is to win a a major. I've competed in golf tournaments and I'm telling you in, in in, Steve has played in golf tournaments as well. It's a lonely thing. Mm -hmm. You're there. And, it is all about your mental toughness and it's got to be times a billion to be Tiger Woods, to be Phil Mickelson, to be Rory, to be any of those guys. So I'm not single out, but his will to take it and win when everything isn't perfect is just... um, it's just astounding. It's just yeah. unbelievable. I mean, to win with a broken leg at the U S open, the yeah. single hardest tournament to <laughs> yeah. win with the exception of maybe the British open just cause of the weather there, but the, the U S open is the hardest tournament to win it. The course is set up the hardest. You can make zero mistakes, zero. <clears throat> Still the greatest tournament I've ever seen played. Cause I, I don't remember Miller's, uh, uh 65 in the US Open in 76 I think it was where he where he closed but that US Open at Pebble Beach where he destroyed the field at Pebble Beach Yeah I still remember that and if you don't understand he he beat the field by 10 shots I think more I think and it, it was, was like ju- it was like 18 strokes It was just to understand what Tiger Woods is I'm a huge Michael Jordan fan Michael Jordan has that same will, but he didn't destroy people like Tiger Woods did. Tiger Woods, because, listen, Tiger Woods did not have the privilege of uh, kick driving the paint and kicking it out to Scottie Pippen, who had a big open three. Right. It's all Tiger Woods. Yeah. And he did it. And so, if he went, but if he wins, I mean, he, he, his body was destroyed. Yeah. I, I think if but he plays, he, it'll be a nice story, but he is He's isn't.
2: completely changed his golf swing
1: again. For fifth, sixth time. Right.
2: But I don't think you could say there's another golfer on the planet in history that has, been as successful at changing their swing to that degree.
1: I don't know the number of golfers who've changed it two or three times, right? let alone the number of times that he has, and to completely rework his golf swing, which is just crazy. He came up, he was so athletic that he had to the first couple times because he would have destroyed his body. Yeah. But um, don't mistake what makes Tiger Woods great, which is when the shit goes down, he makes putts, he yeah. hits shots. <laughs> yeah. I mean the fact is his putter under pressure is um is just it's just spectacular. He's yeah. he is one of the strongest-willed persons you'll ever meet. Greatest meet a, putter of all time. Under pressure is just astounding. He hit putts that you just go, "Well, I'll be f- I was I was praying for a two putt for you brother. Um, yeah. you made that badass. I yeah. I just uh, you know, just You could give
2: 99% of golfers' a hundred tries at some of those putts, and they wouldn't make it.
1: Yeah. Paula and I stood behind, I think it's 16, the par three at, at Augusta, right? The one over water where he chipped in from behind the green. Yeah. Paula and I stood behind that green, and she tried to play out where he was and where the ball went in. And, and she looks and she says, you cannot make – she doesn't know golf. You cannot make that shot. And I said, you are correct. I cannot. <laughs> no. No one can make that shot. No. Except for he did in the moment – where he needed to make that shot to win that fucking tournament, yeah. the biggest tournament on the planet. Yeah. He made that shot. Yeah. So, There's no debate again,
2: on, I think he's the greatest golfer of all time. I think Jack Nicklaus had the greatest career.
1: Jack Nicklaus did it over a super long time. He right. won the Masters in 86 when he right. was like 50-some years old.
2: He had the greatest career yeah. ever, but I think Tiger is the greatest golfer we've ever seen.
1: Jack Nicholas changed the game though. So when they were when when Palmer and those guys did it was a low played game. It was it was a whatever yep. game. And what Nicholas did was he took it and now all these guys play these high shots. That's all Jack Nicholas. Yeah. Jack Nicholas changed the game fundamentally because he learned to hit long shots high and soft. And <clears throat> so Jack Nicholas changed the game. And all the guys today play the game that Jack Nicholas created. Jack Nicholas I mean, he changed the game game-wise in the some of the same ways Tiger's did.
0: But yeah. so will we see anybody in our lifetime tie his record.
1: Tie Nicholas's record? Yeah.
2: No. I don't think so. Um it there's a lot of factors to that. Um one is the the publicity that golf has now attracts a lot more athletes that would have played other sports that are now golfers, yeah. professional golfers. Um so the competition is is a little harder, I think. Yeah. Um the other side of it is the equipment has leveled the field a lot.
1: It's fucked right? the game up.
2: It has. It's changed the game a lot. Um, and so when you're talking about, you know, it, it, you see it, the most recent is with Bryson DeChambeau, right? He hits the ball 370 yards. Wherever it lands, it lands, and then he goes and finds it and, and tries to make it work from there. And he's had some success with it and some not. There's some debate. But when you talk about you can take a, a the technology in the driver and – everybody can hit it 320 yards plus. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's not enough penalty for hitting a bad shot.
1: So the courses are not designed around guys like Bryson. And so the problem is we're going to have to adjust either the courses or the ball or the clubs. The equipment is what's going to change. Right. And so the funny part is, and I'm old enough to remember this, it used to be guys that would play what, what was called, you know, they would play a more conservative game, but because they were so straight and they control right. the ball. They were guys like Calvin Pete, who was one yeah. uh, a black guy from the eighties who had broken his arm as a child yeah. and could hit the ball, just rifle straight and just, just was, was fun to watch play um, because he was just a mechanic of the ball and guys like uh, Johnny Miller who could move the ball magically. Well, that doesn't happen as much anymore. It's no. all a, uh, it's a brute force game. Yeah. And, I don't like it as much to be honest with you. It's just not yeah. much fun.
2: They're they're changing a lot of things now to try to modernize it. I should modernize it's probably not the right word to uh, try to broaden the um the the crowd. Yeah. Right? The the people that play golf, the the people that watch golf, like it's becoming a younger game. They're they're doing a lot of things and and most recently they they made a few changes What they're trying to do is, like, separate the rules and the equipment for the PGA guys versus the weekend golfer, you and I. Yeah,
1: I mean, 10 yards for us isn't going to kill us, but it's going to make our game a lot more enjoyable.
2: Right. So that's, that's, I think, the next big move is they're going to change the equipment, but there's going to be different standards for... If you're on the PJ tour versus if you're playing in a, I'd love a, to see
1: him do the limited flight ball for those fuckers. I'd like to see Bryson like crank it up and it like go do two sixty.
2: Well, I don't even, I don't even think the ball is going to change that much. I think what they're going to do is they're going to go back to um, how big the sweet spot can be. Oh, make to force you to really hit a good shot.
1: Hit a good shot. See, back it, in the it day, it doesn't.
2: If you hit a, if I can hit a drive two hundred eighty yards, and it could be. 60 yards off the fairway, and it still goes 280.
1: Yeah. Right? That's crazy. That's not a good shot. Yeah. It used to be back in the old days when we had wood, actually wood Yeah, the woods. persimmons. Yeah, you had to hit those things good. Yeah. And so it really, you had to be a good player to be consistent off yeah. the tee. Anymore, it feels like you just yeah you, know, you take a wiffle at it. and yeah, you it bomb all goes, and gouge. Right. I mean, you just smack bomb it. Wherever
2: it ends up is where you play from. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, well, we'll figure it out from here. you know yeah. So
1: – uh, it'll be interesting. Who do you got in the Masters? I don't know any of the new players. Um, I, I've I, got uh, Freddie Couples to win the Masters. <laughs> it's, 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 I'll take that even bet. Know. Aaron doesn't <laughs> even know, Freddie know who that Couples is. Is. <laughs> Okay. I think Justin Thomas is, is on the
2: verge of really breaking through and having a, a phenomenal, phenomenal stretch. Yeah. He's been right on the cusp of, of greatness, but he just can't quite get over that hump. Um, but there's i mean there's a number of of young guys that are coming up i mean you look at max homa wills alatoris almost won the, the the tournament last year right um there's so many guys in the field that that have a chance to win it and even tiger has a chance it'd be pretty slim right but you can't you can't count a guy like that out he's got a chance he's but got a it's chance. pretty slim
1: puncher's chance i i just think he's physically not going to hold probably not i think, not. Tiger I think statistically
2: you're right but I'm, there, I'm, there, it's hard to pick, but if I'm going to pick one guy, I'm probably going to take Justin Thomas.
1: Okay, I'm rolling with my South
0: African dude.
1: Is he still on the tour? Because you've been picking him for like 25 years,
0: Louis Wouseyson. Yeah, he, yeah, he he's great at coming in second place.
1: I tell That's you
2: cool. who I think is somewhat of a dark horse pick is um, Cam Smith, the Australian guy with the mullet and the mustache. Yeah, I,
1: I know. I've seen a picture of him. Man, that he dude.
2: He can hit a freaking golf ball, though. It is unreal. My wife hates his mullet. And I'm threatened, <laughs> so I've threatened
1: multiple times. Yeah uh, uh, not a good look. The good old
0: Arkansas mudflap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is.
1: So that'll be this weekend. We're also having the LCC guys come in, so that'll be fun this weekend. Yeah. Um, it's so going to be a lot
0: of late nights, a lot of cigars. At least 1030. At least.
3: <laughs> yep. At so that'll least. be good.
0: What was it last year? uh we left we, we left conway at what four in the morning
2: yeah about four in the morning i'm not staying there till four in
0: the morning so, I'm right tops. i've it's already i've already got uh, my sunday shift covered so
3: <laughs> good. i'm, I'm good to go it. so
1: uh the other thing which you posted a very nasty message about my buddy eric church uh do you do you care to to share that publicly
0: ah uh, fuck him like what he did that's dirty
1: that's did you it. did you hear the follow-up? Because I know you don't follow any of this stuff. <laughs> follow-up on the Discord? No. Did you see what he did for all the fans who had held tickets to the show he canceled? Oh, he, he, he gave them their money back. He, say, he said it's going to be a free show. And it's going to be a free show.
0: Yeah. D- but did he reimburse people who flew into the No, the of course exactly. you can't do that. So it's just like, yeah. But but you can but get that money it back. he
2: canceled in enough time. He canceled in like two days. He canceled it a week out, but that's nah. okay.
0: It's still, it's still, okay. it's still shoddy.
2: Nobody's flying in a week early for a concert.
0: Well, no, but people might have like made plans people, around doing people, that.
1: People probably had to cancel yeah. trips at the last minute. Yeah, it was yeah. probably awkward. Yeah,
0: there's things that I've wanted to do and I couldn't do. So it's like you, I don't, on the other hand, you're not have Eric called in six, I don't
1: give a shit. You, you are not Eric Church. We should be clear <laughs> on that. Um, <sighs> he has caught a ton of flack about that this well, week, and he but, he
0: rightfully deserved it. You can't tell me that would be like. You wouldn't be cool with that decision. Like if you had, if you had plans to go to, to Vegas or whatever sure. to see him and well, he canceled just to go see a basketball it, game.
2: Put it in a sports perspective. People pay hundreds of dollars to go see LeBron James play, and he sits out.
0: Yeah, yeah. but that's one Cause of Because he's trying
2: to save his energy for the playoffs.
0: But, well, but that's, that's a but different. But you're,
2: you're not bitching about that all but, the time. No, but you're
0: going to see the other team play as well. You're seeing other players. They're going to
2: get a free show. It,
0: it, but it's still shitty to begin with. That's, I don't that's,
2: think it's as big of a deal as everybody's making it. I, mean, I agree I, with that. It but happens all the time. People get sick. I had tickets to go see thing, Willie Nelson and Sturgill Simpson. He and Sturgill canceled two days before the event.
0: Being sick is not is not the same. He chose to cancel a show to go to a,
2: a basketball game,
1: not because he was sick.
2: I'm just saying it's not as big of a deal as everybody's making it.
1: Yep. There's a bunch of people with yeah. false false outrage. I don't, People I, like being outraged. But here's the
0: thing. I don't give a shit. I don't care about him or... You're the only Eric Church fan I like. Well, I guess Garrett, too. The other ones, I don't give a shit about. Steve? Steve likes... You I like, like Eric like, Church. You like I
1: said, you're the only...
2: <laughs>
1: okay. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean for that to come out that way. Aaron's dick. <laughs> you want to you read
0: the question? We're bringing
1: it back. So Are we we're ready? Bring, <clears throat> we're bringing it back? We're bringing it back. Oh, cool. We've been rolling for like <laughs> an hour 40 yeah, I know we have. All I did right. to take a pee in the middle there.
2: <laughs> so, million dollars, but. But. I, yeah, mi- million oh, dollars. Sorry. Well, you say it. Million dollars. But. Whenever you see a helicopter flying, a giant picks you up and swallows you whole. Then you make the entire journey through his digestive system.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did you, now, Aaron, have you determined if this is pre or post tax? Uh, this
0: is no tax. It's full straight milk. You get a million dollars. Yeah. Okay. This is like European
1: win the lottery. <clears> so do I get taxed? Do I, I have that. any damage once I come out? to do, like, do their stomach so. acid? I mean, it doesn't say you're that you are going to
0: smell like shit.
1: Literally.
2: Yeah, but. I think I already do. <laughs> um, no, like, long-term
1: damage. Nothing. I would
0: say, I would go yabbies. I don't see helicopters. I've I think I've saw two helicopters last year.
1: Is that because you live in meth capital of
0: the
2: world? <laughs> I saw two today.
0: And and also like I don't drive by like okay, does it have to be in flight?
2: Whenever you see a helicopter flying. Okay, yeah. So like I don't so drive
0: no. I don't drive by <laughs> I don't drive by <laughs> children's anymore. So I don't see that in flight. So I just don't see... But
2: it, this is the argument we had when I was on the show. It's like you, 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 prolly, you,
0: you probably You don't notice it. it. Uh, but you hear them. You hear the... So,
1: Aaron... Sometimes... It would be worth it. I would take the million dollars and get shit out a bunch just to get a helicopter to fly around you all the time. Yeah, but by
0: that scenario, if you're in that helicopter, like,
1: you get it. Right, but I would be blindfolded.
0: What's that? What, what's that, Tom Segura? Skippy, 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 <laughs> I would take
2: it. I think I would take this as well, um, partially because it's a million dollars, but the I think it would be kind of a, a cool experience to go through a digestive system. The first 50 what,
1: times? It's like... They would
2: get old. There's no doubt.
0: It's like, uh, um, what's the uh, the magic school bus?
2: Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what my brain went to. So That was probably after your time. You probably
1: yeah. don't don't remember much of that, right? What was, what
0: was her name? Miss uh, Miss Frizzle? Miss Frizzle,
1: yeah. <laughs> so if I <coughs> took the million dollars and then retired in the woods, because I could, the million dollars would put me probably over the retirement line easily. Um, and then there would be no helicopters there.
2: Well, the other trick to it would be, like what you said, if you could hear it, then but you yeah. could purposefully go inside or yeah. avoid looking up, right? Especially it's the one that catches you off guard, like while you're driving. There's a helicopter flies by you. <laughs> right, that's well, the one you wouldn't see. Well, then, or you wouldn't know.
0: Well, then I would be saved because I would be in my outback and I would just be going. I would he literally be taking probably take you out. Of I would it. literally be
1: using it, it would be for its that purpose <laughs> and outback. <laughs> It'd be him and his Outback going through the Giants. I'd be safe. He'd be out back. The twice. Giant would stomp him because he'd be pissed off. I would, just, it would, have be to, bigger. I would just have to
2: make
0: sure I closed the sunroof.
2: Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's disgusting. Uh, yeah. Did I tell you
1: how much I missed this?
2: <laughs> Mark's favorite game. It is.
1: Uh, yep.
0: Yeah. yeah. So Mark touched on it. Got a bunch of dudes coming up from all and over. Down. From all over. Yep. Uh, for. Just to get-together this weekend, so if you're around, stop by. Stop by.
1: Friday night in Little Rock, Saturday in Conway with the Martinez guys, mm-hmm. a chance to see Christian the Roller, which is um, a once-in-a-lifetime thing.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna, I am going to i can't wait to see that
1: because I would like to try Roller. Oh, he's not going to well. let you touch any of his shit. I've warned him totally about you. So I feel like I can do that pretty well. No, much. you cannot. Trust me. You have me. zero chance. Tiger really, Woods has really a better st- chance of winning the Masters. <laughs>
2: <laughs> At
0: least it won't be windy. He'll be inside. It's
2: way harder than you think. I know,
0: but I'm, I I'm good with my hands. I can Aaron do, I'm telling you, could it's be, way
2: harder than you. Aaron know.
0: thought he could play golf. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> he thought he was going to be a phenom. Didn't <laughs> to be he? fair, neither one of y'all went with me and played. I that's was. True. You can ask Josh. You can ask William SB. I was. I was really good on the green. Like I made that's like thirty five. Foot putt, Josh so.
1: said you were better than I expected you to be. That's really good. <laughs> that's not what he said.
0: So I was just I was just looking up the weather. So Saturday it's going to be sunny and sixty two, but we do have the event, so maybe we can like bust out around at like seven or something. I'm in. So we'll we'll see how late we're up here Friday.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the question. Maybe
0: the following week <laughs>
2: would, would be better. So You're, I sent. I I've played two of the staff members here already.
1: Sure. You're trying to reestablish dominance. That's exactly what I said. I just
2: sent it, all of them a text and I don't remember exactly what it said. Well, but
0: you, had, you had to send it to me severally because I've had I
2: did. It. Yeah, I messed up. Uh, <laughs> but it, it said basically, uh, golfing I'm, staff members, I'm establishing so- my golf dominance among the West End crew. I've already slain the dragon of, of Dougie Fresh. Um, and tonight I drink from the skull of my foe, Josh. Uh, <laughs> nice. Who's next? Is basically what I said. <laughs> Aaron. Aaron is next. He's going
1: down. Yes. If I
0: could, if I could, if I could break one thirty,
1: I'd be happy. Yes. Oh God. If he could break one thirty, I, I, I would be
2: happy. I don't know if I can sit and watch him.
1: Oh, no, Sweet. you would
2: have to. And hit the ball 150 Oh, times. no, you'd have
0: to. If you played That's with him, brutal. you'd have to. That's the way that works. <laughs> so Brandon, Brandon drove me because he didn't play when, when all of us went. Because
1: his back was bad. Yeah,
0: so he just drove me because he had had a cart, And it got to the point I was like, B, just drive. Like, I hit the ball. Yeah. I hit the ball 30 feet. I can walk to it. See, I'm a But then after quick... doing that seven times, I was getting tired. I was like, Brandon, come back. He's I'm a fairly
2: shit. quick player. And the way we play is if you get the triple bogey, just pick it up and let's go. Oh yeah, if I got the because you're taking too long. Yeah, if
0: I got to eight, I just picked it up. So yeah, there was two there was two holes, two or three holes I I bogeyed. He stroked out a bogey, and then the rest was was <laughs> eights across the board. So oh my god, well, for my first time though. So yeah, yeah, he's better it's, than it's gonna you be think. Brutal.
1: He's better than you think. <laughs>
0: But I'm also just as bad as you think I am. <laughs>
1: right. So, so it was good because we started on the, the, the completely dark end of the range. So he'd ask, <laughs> how did that go? And I'd say, I have no idea. I couldn't it's see. Dark. <laughs> it's dark. Yeah. You hit it out of the part I could see, which is 10 feet in front yeah, of me.
0: You. It, it, you couldn't see it in the cover of darkness. We'll so. have to go to the
2: range one night. Yep. We do need to go to the range.
0: I mean, it is 24 hours. So yeah. let's go. You want to go right now?
2: I'll, I got nothing else to do. I'll just I am just carrying my clubs.
0: <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just carry uh, my clubs in my car.
2: I got mine. They're <sighs> in the trunk.
1: I need to get mine re-gripped. You still haven't done that? That was a year ago that we went. Dude, I can't walk. My My foot's still fucked up. Oh, that's right. You're going to be able you, to play golf. You got the mouth You toe. cannot ex- extend dominance over the entire West End until I get back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've not been playing great. I've just played well enough to beat those two what, guys. So. It,
1: my grip's shredded but it's my, like felt my, now it's been the last time I played was Dougie fresh five years ago. And it was like, my body is just still gone. hurting. Still. Hurting. Yeah.
0: <laughs> my abs did hurt after that. Like, wow, I have not moved these, uh, uh like muscles and appendages like this and ever. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll, it was do, good fun. I'll have to do some planks and do some kettlebell yeah shit beforehand.
2: We'll, yeah. we'll have to go and like, maybe we can do a Facebook live for part of it or something. Uh, yeah.
0: Do a scramble. I'll do a scramble somebody. So, so we'll never take Aaron (laughs) shot. So like, uh, he might make a putt. Yeah. I'm
1: telling you, I was pretty good on the putting because I can, I heard you were great on the putting green.
0: I was actually really good. Yeah. It was actually really good. Like no shit. I didn't hear any.
1: I didn't hear that from anybody that wasn't you, but I did. did Josh,
0: Josh and Will can back me up. And no, they
1: both said you were better than they thought you would be. Which
0: that, that they're being modest. I was great. Fucking fucking will have shit on me. (laughs) I will
1: I will ask them that question because they said you were better than they thought you'd be, which translated in we thought you would be garbage and you were not quite as garbagey as that we thought you'd be.
2: Well, so I think playing the whole staff. I think the only one that's really going to give me trouble is John Fowler. Oh, John Fowler's going to eat you alive. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's like one of he's like one of those old guys. You can't. Yeah, he's an
0: old banker. But if I make
2: him play back with me, then I got a I got a chance. Maybe a chance.
0: He was he was like the old assassin. He was slow and methodic, just like just killing everybody.
2: So, this is what you were talking about earlier: playing straight, boring golf, right? Like that's what those old guys do. So when I play somebody like that, I'll play that way too, right? You hit irons off the tee and and hybrid, and you know you don't. There's no reason to bomb it. When you're playing with a guy like that, you don't need to. With a hybrid. Don't worry about it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, your game does not require that knowledge yet. Don't (laughs) worry. Yeah. You're still
1: several years from needing to worry about what a hybrid is. And he's
0: the one pushing me to get the Jordan golf shoes. Uh, That's because you want them. Oh, fucking of course I want them. They're sweet. I got to get another collar shirt, though.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yes, you do.
0: Uh, Okay, so... Next show is going to be a bunch of LCC guys, yep. I believe. Yep. So probably the next couple of weeks. We're going to hopefully knock out some content. Yep. That'll be fun. So, and then we actually might do a serious show. So, you know, just what we do best of not leadership, but an actual serious show. We're still, Let's, we're still, we're, we're still workshopping that
1: one. Yes, we are. <laughs> We we are still workshopping
0: an, now an anti shenanigan show. But I'm pretty sure we can we can get some shenanigans
2: in there. Oh yeah. We'll fit definitely. shenanigans, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's touch one last time on the cigar. What'd you guys think of it? Oh, it's fucking amazing. It was great. Like, it's a great cigar.
0: No, oh, this could be an everyday smoke.
1: If it Seriously. wasn't yeah. how much was the price point on this one? Fifteen and a quarter? No, oh. they're like
2: twelve something.
1: Oh, okay. Plus oh and, wow, for that point they're an everyday oh, old, smoke. I mean then honestly, yeah,
0: yeah that's in my wheelhouse
1: for
3: price yeah. then. Sure. Yeah,
2: no, it's it's a great cigar. It's that oscuro wrapper is not overbearing like no. a lot of oscuros that you smoke. It's just it can be too much if it's not blended correctly. It's I think Papine has blended it perfectly. Yep. Um, it, it has some body, but it's not super spicy. It's it's a phenomenal cigar. You got their ass beat.
1: Yeah, I saw that. South Carolina a really good team. South yeah. Carolina
0: sixty-four to forty-nine. So first Geno's loss in the championship. Wow.
1: Time to go get some pizza. SEC.
0: There you go. SEC. Reign supreme again. (sighs) All right. Anything else? No. I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's our cue right there is (laughs) Mark's alarm (laughs) yawning into the mic.
2: Sucking all the air out of the room. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right.
0: We'll talk to everybody next week.
2: Be the good. Adios.